Welcome to the Video Game Archives, the podcast. In this podcast, we talk about all things video games and a little bit of entertainment here and there just to break up the change. So, uh, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about various few game news and related content. Um, and then just anything that really sparks my uh, mind while I'm talking. Um, all right, so, you know, over the past uh, week, there's been a uh, more talk about Super Smash Brothers Melee and the uh, limited edition that uh, Europe is getting. Uh, I really hope we get it here as well, but how much would it be? I already have a GameCube controller, and I already have the uh, GameCube adapter on pre-order, so to me the only thing would be cool would be the box, really. and. If it's a good deal and it makes it so that the GameCube adapter is uh, almost free if you buy it that way, that'd be cool. Then I'd definitely upgrade. And if the GameCube controller is uh, usable for all games, then, you know, kind of like the uh, Pro controller, then I'm definitely going to buy it. But is the GameCube controller going to be 60 or $70? I don't know if they released a price for the GameCube controller separately yet. Uh, I haven't seen anything or remember reading about it, uh, but my memory is horrible sometimes, so I could have read about it and completely forgot about it. Just because I have so many GameCube controllers, to me, I'd prefer to use an old one just because it feels... I know mentally it makes me think I'm using the actual controller, and a new one might make me feel like I'm using a cheap knockoff. Um, but, yeah, it would have to make it so that the adapter's free and if you could uh, use it for any other game then I'm definitely going to save my money for that um, I wasn't even sure if I was going to buy Melee right when it came out because I have so many other games to play in my backlog but if the difference is having that box if it looks like what they showed on their um, on the internet then I want the box the controller and the adapter now that would make me buy it day one. Now I'm hoping when they say limited edition, it's not like a thousand. I don't want this to be another um, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild uh, Master Edition with the sword, and no one can find it at all. I know limited must makes it limited, but come on, at least give a good amount so that people have a chance. I kind of wish that these websites would. Uh, would start doing kind of like um, some of the uh, sporting events do where when you log in to buy a ticket you actually get put into a raffle so when you log in it's not first come first serve who can check out quickest and you get your tickets because I don't know I don't know how about you guys but there's many of times where they're where they say they have it in stock for like a video game or something you hit add to cart and by the time you get to the checkout oh this item is no longer available it's like, how can people check out that much faster than me? I mean, they all go into the same process. The minute it goes live, you hit add to cart, and then by the time you get through the checkout process, it's gone. So it'd be nice if these websites to counteract scalpers and everything would start doing a lottery system where you log into the lottery, and then if your number is picked, you get to buy it. You can take your time. You don't got to worry about it being gone before, you know, you check out and everything and it's yours I think this would help eliminate it wouldn't eliminate completely scalpers but 
it would at least give other people a chance to get there versus being first come first serve you know half an hour before it goes open it, you get a message you can log into the uh, lottery and then when it goes live it tells you if you're available to buy it and then if you are you buy it it's not oh let me click on as fast as I can and then you're disappointed I mean if the sporting venues and stuff like that can do this technology I don't see where big companies like Walmart Best Buy Amazon can't do the same thing um, if anything I think it'd be good PR for each of the companies because it would mean that you're allowing the consumer a better chance at getting the game because let's be honest the consumer isn't beating out these scalpers uh, whatever they're doing they're doing it great and they're getting in there before half the people can buy them uh, I don't know how many times I've sat there waiting for um, not Brick Seeker but uh, I forget the name of the site that I use uh, inventory checker or something like that and my computer goes off at 3 in the morning saying, oh, it's available to go. And I wake, I turn around, roll over, add it to my car, and it's gone. That that just bugs me. Um, especially because if it's 3 in the morning for me, well, if it's 3 in the morning for me, then it's a better time for people on the West Coast. So, But there's been, uh, there's been times where it's immediately gone off. I clicked on it, and it's gone. How that happens, you know butts or whatever yeah it's a shame so yeah that i think uh i wish they would do that and i think that would help any everybody so um back to the super smash brothers definitely uh looking to uh get that if the price is right i'm thinking you know the adapter is like 20 dollars. the game's 60 that's 80 controller 30 so we're looking at 110 ish maybe they'll do 40 for the controller or 50 because they know people are going to buy it um, but you know if you get that whole bundle for 110 120 tops and everything separately would be like 140 I'm definitely going to sign up for that um and I kind of hope they announce a season pass. You know, I know this is the ultimate, and everything should be ultimate right off the bat, but, you know, there's always new ideas. I just hope new characters. You know, they got to be some new characters for the new games that they weren't thinking about. Maybe another company wants to, you know, throw their character in. Be like, hey, you know, you can have this character. Um, it's a big character. or Not even a big character, but something that's popular recently. You know, maybe Cuphead. Speaking of Cuphead, um, the game looks awesome. Still have not played it. Only because I want it for the Switch. Um, I think it would look cool in handheld mode. And I think it would... Uh, it would... Just be a great game to play on the Nintendo. Um, and I'm hoping that it gets announced at some point I would love it to be physical physical release and yeah pretty much I think Cuphead would be a cool little addition because just the graphic style imagine the uh, I know it's a rated uh, M game or not an M game but it's more of a adult oriented game I guess 
you it looks that way. I think it's rated T for teen, but um you got Metal Gear, you have Castlevania. I mean, they killed Luigi the last game. Internet loved that. Um but I could just imagine Cuphead's visuals in Super Smash Brothers would look amazing and then have some special abilities where, you know, these old retro graphics come by and imagine the levels playing like a stage from Cuphead. I think that'd be cool. And yeah, uh, it's little things like that would be nice if they had a season pass. Added a few new characters for n- more current games that people are now getting attached to that have cult followings. Um, things like that. Another game coming out soon that uh, I'm... So the series itself I've never really played. Um, but Fallout 76. Uh, I have... I'm somewhat interested in the game. I haven't played 3 or 4 or New Vegas... Um, I played three once for an hour or two, and then my file got corrupted, so that was fun, and I hate when that happens. But um, I was reading an article on IGN the other day, or um, yesterday, that um, they were talking about uh, a couple of new things that they had an interview with at uh, the QuakeCon 2018, and one of them was the way they were going to um, keep trolls from, uh, you know taking advantage of the system and I I thought it was amazing like the, the immediately after I read um, how they were going to um, try to control trolls in a way to hinder them and prevent them from doing those things is a um, is when they attack somebody it's not as powerful of an attack so that way it gives the player being attacked time to back away and um, run away without taking too much damage. And if they don't immediately attack back, they don't enter um, a person versus person mode, which I thought was great. Instead of being able to sit there and all of a sudden you're killed, if someone attacks you, it's only a little bit of damage compared to like what you would do normally to a uh, a um, actual enemy. And then if you don't want if you don't want to fight and you still get killed, it like it hinder it um it puts a bounty system or something like that i guess you'd say um on them where you if you're the player the player killing the other player you end up being like a wanted fugitive uh i thought that was great and people can try to find you and kill you and they get bonus points and experience that is a great system um i wish more games would go that route um Heck, even on, like, Call of Duty, if your own teammate starts killing you, uh, make them lose experience points or put, like, or put a bounty on them in the game so that way, you know, this type of player likes to kill their own teammates and anyone that kills this player from any team or whatever um, gets so many bonus points. And if the other team kills them more often than not, they get extra bonus. I don't know. I just think uh, I hate when team when you get team killed it's like come on we're here to play a game by rules in a way to have fun and then you're ruining it for the other players so when i read that i was uh i was thrilled um it'd be cool if they had a whole uh, bounty system where you know if the player keeps doing it say he ends up being wanted like three times in like a week uh you could go to a side quest mode where it have the most wanted list and then these players, if you kill more than three three people in non-PVP, 
you become um, part of the most wanted. So in this one, they're doing like something where you can't see the players on the map coming after you, and you get a you get bonus points for killing the player. Uh, but I also think it'd be cool if they kept doing it. If someone like decides, you know, they still love killing people without having an actual battle, they get added to a most wanted system. So a side mission where you can go to this billboard. I'm thinking like I'm actually in the Old West or something. Uh, going up to the sheriff's office looking for the most wanted. Um, and you can go up to the billboard and it shows the list of the most wanted players. And you can um, you can sign up for a side quest to where you can find that most wanted and you get a, you get a bonus point for taking them out. So they so you know if they kill more than three people in a week, they get added to this list. And until someone kills them, they're not off the list. Or um, for um, if they're on the most wanted list, they get on if they kill people for like three times in a week. For the next month, they're on this most wanted list. So that means even after they get killed once for the revenge kill of um, killing that player and becoming most wanted for that one time, for the next month, people can keep hunting them down for the most wanted and get um, like a side mission bonus points or something. Until that month is over, they can keep being killed, and there's no there's no uh, there's no uh, repercussion on you for killing an unarmed person like the troll was doing because they basically put themselves in this most wanted list and for a month they're most wanted if anything it'll cause trolls to want to do a side mission because then they get to kill people without any retaliation um i think that would be a uh, that'd be a cool way to do it and a nice little game feature and it would it prevent at least some of them from not being killed because who wants to play a game where you're killed all the time and these trolls love killing people because that's what they love to do but imagine if they had to avoid being killed every time they go and if they get on the most wanted they lose certain abilities and strength to where even an average player could take them out if they have the chance um i think that would be a cool little side mission uh hopefully they uh they hear this awesome podcast with tons of viewers and listeners uh i'm also being i'm also streaming this on we'll be uploading this to youtube uh, I finally have a camera that at least records for an hour. Uh, it's an action camera, so it's not the best quality, but at least it's to me it's better than just audio. I can wave at people, and they can wave at the TV. I won't be able to see it, but hey, hey, let's wave. Um, so yeah, this is uploaded on YouTube as well. Uh, so if they happen to, you know, see this or listen to it on the podcast, uh, that'd be a cool little feature. Uh, you know, maybe not three, maybe it's four or five, but I think a month of just being killed over and over and over would stop a lot of these trolls, especially if, you know, they're losing experience points for dying because of that. Um, let's go over a couple of other things, uh, that I remember reading, that I checked out. Um... I don't know. I definitely... After that, that kind of sold it on me. I don't know if I want to pay full price for this game. But if since it's coming out towards the holiday season, um, I think I might play 3 before it comes out just to get a feel of the world. Um, but if it comes out for the holiday... Well, you know, it's coming out towards the holiday. Basically, November. Um, then... 
hopefully it goes on sale for Christmas. So if it goes on sale for Christmas and it drops like 20%, 30%, um, then I'll probably pick it up and play it. Oh, wait, is it... Is it free? I forget. I can't remember. I don't think it's a free-to-play game. Nah, it's not a free-to-play game that I'm aware of. Uh, let me just look into that real quick, guys. Yeah, uh, I'm drawing a blank. You know, like, you know, ever have a dream where you, you have something in your dream and you wake up and a couple days later you try, you're remembering something's like, was that a dream that I remember that this new place was opening or, you know, this happened or did it really actually happen? You question yourself and you're not really sure. Um, That, that's one of the, these are that's one of those moments where um, I can't remember if I dreamt that it was a free game or it's not. So uh, okay, no, it's um, the deluxe edition is going to be eighty dollars at Walmart, and the regular edition sixty. Deluxe deluxe edition looks pretty cool. Um, I love those old like um, steampunk and old. Uh, 50s, 60s retro uh, artwork. That's the only reason why I ever really wanted to play Fallout was because of uh, that style. Um, yeah, so for me, $60 is a little expensive. So I, I won't be picking up when it first comes out. I'll definitely wait until after. But yeah, um, Where was I before? I don't know. But I'm, yeah, I probably play three first to get a feel of the game because I already have three, so I might as well play a free game before I buy a sequel to a game or a prequel, however you want to look at it. Uh, but that system, you know, even though everything has to be online, they say you don't necessarily have to play against other players. That would make me want to play against other players because I would love to hunt down trolls like that. I mean, I'm not the best at first-person shooters. I'm okay. Uh, it's been a couple years since I've really played uh, online multiplayer shooting. So I'm probably even worse than I remember. It's just... They got boring. It's the same... I mean, every game's the same thing. But it just... It got boring to me playing... Becoming Black Ops, Call of Duty. It just... The levels don't change too much. It felt like the same thing. Uh, and the players that play all the time just... They take you out so quickly. I know the system's ranked and you it matches up players of your own skill, but even then, sometimes you get that one or two that's just they should not be the same rank as you. Um but yeah. So I wanna get this game. I just it's gonna be another wait. Um alright, on to the next thing. So Spiral the Dragon. Um, the new trilogy coming out. So they announced some merchandise for the new game, and um, I'm I kind of like merchandise themed for things. I never buy them because they're always overly expensive. And to me, how many coffee cups can you actually have? Um, I used to have like thirty until I got rid of so many of them. So it's like I don't need, to, I don't like buying too much, you know, 
merchandise. A couple from my favorites. Um, I don't like overdoing it, especially for the price they mark some of these. But Spiral has a few ones, and I like merchandise that's um, that has a use, at least. And you know they have the coffee, the coffee cup, uh, the keychain. But the one that really stuck out to me was the uh, incense burner. Uh, so it's a little statue. I'll put a photo here for you, YouTube people. Uh, it's a little statue with an incense burner inside the base. So when you light it, the fumes come up and out of the dragon's nose, and it looks like you know he's getting ready to breathe fire. Now that's the type of merchandise I like, um, because it's you know it has a cool little feature to it. It's not too big. I like the knickknack style things. I don't like going with too many big things. Like I have the Master Edition for the Legend of Zelda, and I only got that because of the sword in the map. Really cool, but a little larger than I would like to keep on the shelf because it takes up so much room. Same thing with the Sonic Mania Edition. Um, I got that one only because it says Sega. <laughs> Sonic's cool. The little little Sega Genesis case is cool, but actual the base that says Sega. Now I like things like that that have a little bit of function. To me, it would be cool, you know, some of my favorite games, if they had, um, if it was more than just, oh, it's a knickknack, you know, if it does something like this, like, um, what would be another example that would be cool? Say, uh, you know, like the Mario lamp with the, um, the coin box. Turn it on, it lights up. To me, cool little knickknack or ornament or collectible but it has a use, so it can take a place of a lamp, so I don't have to have an extra lamp in my room. That is the type of a uh, type of a uh, extra like merchandise that I would like to buy. Um, shirts are cool, but I just switched to a more of a minimalist wardrobe, so I only keep so many shirts now. So I don't want tons of shirts. So for me, what'd be cool is you know I love wearing my hats. Um, pins, pins are a uh, pins are more my line because you know they're small they don't take up much room I can put them on my hat they go to a new hat if my hat gets old uh, you can pin them onto the wall by sticking them in like thumbtacks you can use them as thumbtacks uh, things like that are the type of uh, merchandise I like um, so when I saw this one I'm like finally you know a merchandise piece that has a cool little feature that makes it worth using instead of it just just sitting there taking up a lot of room um, I'm not a big Spiral fan, so I won't be picking these up, especially because I'm cheap. Uh, now, if it was ever at the Goodwill for a dollar, you know, maybe I would probably buy it. Um, so, yeah, I'm more into that type of uh, merchandise. It's uh, It was a cool little feature to see um, for you Spiral fans out there. I've never really played the game. Uh, I had a friend, she loved playing, like, the games on the PlayStation that I never had. So Spiral, uh, Croc, uh, Crash Bandicoot. Never owned those games. Went over her house, we would play them all the time. Not so much Spiral, but the other two. And I always wondered why I never picked them up. Um, I finally did get Crash the Insane Trilogy? Alright, well the new tr new uh, Insane Trilogy uh, by Crash Bandicoot. So now I can finally play them again. Um, so yeah, uh, that's a cool little trilogy. So let's uh, let's move on. So, uh, PlayStation just celebrated their new, uh, their new little sales 
record. What was it? Five hundred million. Yeah, I think it was five hundred million copies. Uh, our system sold. Uh, that's crazy. Was it system sold? Yeah, I believe it was a uh, system sold, right? Let me just look this up. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I mean, everyone says the wrong things sometimes, so. But we like to keep this as accurate as possible. Okay, yeah, so they sold, uh, they're selling a limited edition PS4 pre-orders, and uh, it's up today. So 500 million. That is crazy. 500 million systems. Has it really been that long? So what, PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4? I guess they must be counting the PlayStation uh, Portable and uh, PS Vita. Because that's, uh, that's a lot. Because you're thinking six systems averaging, you're saying they're averaging 100 million apiece. That's crazy. That is wicked crazy. Um... But yeah, hey, good for them. Uh, I was when Sony first came out, I wasn't a big fan. I was like, great, another console. You know, I was a Sega and Nintendo fan. And when the Super, when the PlayStation came out, I was probably more of a Sega fan at the time. Um, and yeah, I'd have to say I was a bigger Sega fan. I loved my Super Nintendo just as much as my Sega, but I was leaning towards Sega a lot. Um, you know, Sonic was great. Streets of Rage was great. Um, so when Sony PlayStation came out, I was hesitant. I did not get the game myself. I didn't even ask for the system. Um, it was a birthday present that my grandmother got me. And I didn't even ask for it. She just got it for me. Which, I was shocked. Like, I still remember the day. I was so, like, thrilled and happy. Um... I got it after the N64. Yeah, I got it after I got the N64. Um, and she just got it for me. I still remember my cousin, like, just awe-faced when he saw it. And he's like, he looked at his mother, and he's like, he has every system. Now, he has the N64, he has the PlayStation, he can play anything he wants. Um, at this time, we didn't know about the Sega Saturn. I mean, I was 11. Um at the stores around me didn't even talk about the Sega Saturn so um, yeah I didn't ever ask for it I had the N64 and I was happy got the PlayStation and oh man I I didn't become hesitant anymore Whew. Final Fantasy I think was the first big game there's a couple racing games I played I have to look at my games that I have to try to remember them but I, the ones that stick out to me is Final Fantasy 8 but that was years. That was years after I had the PlayStation. Um, but yeah, hey, good for them. Now they're, you know, they're my second favorite system. Um, Nintendo has always been my favorite, just because when you buy a Nintendo console, if you you know you have a, at least ten great games that you're gonna enjoy over and over and over. Um, at least ten. I mean, yes, they're all first party, but hey, your console is only as good as the games you own. And you know what? Ten first-party games for Nintendo is awesome. You know they're going to be great. They're going to have great replayability. And 
You're always going to remember them. Yeah, can you find 10 great games for the PlayStation and Xbox? Sure, no problem. But there's a lot more going on over there that sometimes they get overshadowed. With Nintendo, you know, hey, you buy Nintendo games made from Nintendo, you're probably going to have a great game on your hands. So to me, it's always been, I know they they make the games I like, and I know they're going to make the games for their next console. So it's it's a no-brainer. With PlayStation, you know, a lot of the games I like over there, they don't necessarily release them all the time because they're not first party. Um, it takes years between the releases. Um, with Nintendo, I can just say, oh, Nintendo's releasing a new game. It doesn't even have to be part of the series that I like. You know, it doesn't have to be Mario or Legend of Zelda. It's just like, oh, Nintendo's releasing another game. What is it? Eh, it doesn't matter. It's Nintendo. It's probably going to be pretty decent. Very few times I pick up a Nintendo game and it's not fun. And if it's not fun... I can kind of tell right away I'm not going to like it. Even the ones I don't like, people still enjoy. So, Then the PlayStation can be second. Um, only because I really like my role-playing games. And the PS2 has so many of them. Um, and the PS4 now, they're still just as good as they were all the time. Xbox One, I like it, but I don't have the games. I can only buy so many games. So when you get to the f- next system... Uh, the only reason why I bought the Xbox One was because um, I had a lot of trading credit and I had a lot of original Xbox games that I would like to play on it. And I ha- I still I've had Xbox Live for so long. I have so many digital games, so it, it made sense to have at least an Xbox One console to have all those games. I mean, there was one point where I had Xbox One Day One Edition. Four months in, I sold it back to GameStop because I mean, I sold it to Amazon because I wasn't playing it as much as my PS4, so I couldn't see having it. Uh, I had two games for it and some online games, and none of them I really enjoyed. Um, so I, when I rebought it, I bought it with the rare replay, so I could have tons of games that I knew I was like, and I play it, but just still not as much as my Nintendo Switch and my uh, PS4. So yeah, good for Sony, 500 million. I don't see them going anywhere anytime soon. I hope that they, uh... I hope that they don't lean towards the rumors of, um... The new Xbox system going, like... Um, streaming mode, for one. Uh, I love physical. And I won't get into the, f- the physical debate right now and the whole ROM thing. I have a second podcast that I'm going to be doing on a... I'm going to be doing, I think... Monday nights. I said last week I was going to do Sunday nights, but then I realized football season's coming. So I'm going to do those on Mondays instead because there's no way I'm going to be able to do a podcast and watch football. Sorry. Uh, but those ones are going to be like topic related, one topic ish for the uh, probably 30, 40 minute podcast. And this one, I'm going to, this one coming up, I'm going to talk about um, ROMs and physical because they kind of go hand to hand a little bit why we need ROMs and why we need physical so yeah hopefully sony sticks with the physical if you want to learn more um i will post my other podcast on the youtube channel as well and uh my other podcast will be going up on monday and i'll i'll leave links to those on the youtube channel when i when i drop the uh new podcast all right uh the other thing speaking of xbox uh they just announced uh two new controllers you know, I feel like Xbox releases more controllers than they release games sometimes. Um, I don't buy special edition controllers. I don't know about you guys, but 
I just don't really care what my controller looks like. Uh, these ones are cool, but you only really need two controllers in your house. Because let's be honest, if you play online, you only need one for co-op at home. One extra. Unless you have a big family. Uh, but I always just keep two in case one person comes over. If I'm having four people come over, the odds are one of them also has an Xbox. And we're probably having a game night. Or at least the potential of a game night. Usually if we have a game night, it's random. And it's probably a shooting game. And they have the system for it. Um, I, haven't, I haven't played um, game night in a long time. Uh, and usually if we do, it's something older. And it's probably Nintendo because everyone loves playing Mario Party and uh, Mario Kart. So... So that's why, you know, I only click carry two controllers for anything that's not Nintendo. Nintendo's the only system that I carry the max amount of controllers because, to me, those are great party systems. Uh, if you're playing first-person shooters, you're usually playing online, and they're at home anyways. Um, I prefer playing couch co-op, but not a lot of games have it. And as you get older, not a lot of your friends have time to play it. But um, Microsoft loves releasing all these controllers. I don't know who's buying them, but um, the new one is... Okay, there is two. They're cool looking. One is like a uh, see-through, um, almost like a see-through plastic, smoky-ish, where it has like a I don't know how you say uh, silvery bottom. So it's only see-through at the top and then silvery bottom. I'll I'll leave pictures here for the YouTube guys. Um, the other one I like just because the p colors really pop. It's an all-black controller with um, a blue underbelly, and then right where the joysticks are, the joysticks themselves are black, but the plastic that holds it up and spins inside is the uh, aqua blue as well. So just it really stands out, and I do like my system, my controllers to be colorful when I do get them, or at least not all black because I always misplace the black ones because they blend in with everything half the time especially because I don't like turning on lights when I'm looking for things so uh, it is cool but have you ever gone to the GameStop uh, trade-in page under Xbox accessories they have like their own section for controllers it's crazy and at the same time once you have two controllers I'm not pay paying $70 just to have an extra special edition controller because for $70 I can get a couple games especially when I wait for like GameStop to do buy two get one free so, I mean, hey, if you're into these, they look nice, pick them up. But, I mean, how many people don't already have a full set of controllers or at least enough to get by the house? Um, the other thing, moving on, Bethesda is trying to pressure Sony, which I think is funny. Um, you know, I think all games should have cross-pay. I think I just said cosplay. Cross-play. Um, because why not? I should be able to play... As long as the game plays exactly the same way, I should be able to play if I'm on the Nintendo with someone that's on Sony or someone that's on the computer or someone that's on the Xbox. That way I know, you know, if I'm buying a game, I'll have people to play with. Because what happens if no one's, just, no one's playing the Nintendo anymore and... You know, there's only like 100,000 people. But on the PS4, a million people are still playing. Well, I want to be able to play with those million people. 
So it just I think it it allows the video game developer a better experience for their consumers and a, it allows the consumers to know they're not at risk at you know this game being unsupported in a month because on one system it has no followers and no one's playing it anymore this way it allows the consumer it allows the game the developer to you know market the game to people and ensure them that hey you're gonna have people to play with because what if you know they sell a million copies but there's only 300,000 people here, 300,000 people there, 300,000 people there, 100,000 here, you know, a total of a million, but you can only play with, you know, 300,000 people. Where cross-play, you know, you have a million people to play with on the game. I think it just makes more sense, and I hope a big company like Bethesda um, keeps putting this pressure on Sony, and, you know, other developers jump on in and say, hey, you know, if you don't do it, we're not going to release on your system. Yeah, Sony's the biggest system. Okay. But hey, if the games aren't going there, Xbox can easily step up. Nintendo could step up. And then you start, PlayStation starts losing its shares of systems selling. And guess what? They're going to have to jump on board. Um,. It'll only take a couple big games for people to switch over to Xbox. If you're telling me Bethesda's uh, next big game comes out, and you're like, well, it's not coming out on PlayStation, it's only coming out on Xbox. Do you think Bethesda's going to lose that many millions of sales? Maybe at first, at launch, but then people will save up and be like, well, i got to get the Xbox so I can play it. I think they'll still end up selling almost as many copies as they would if it was on both the consoles. Just because if people really are interested in that game, you know, system sellers, people will jump on board. Or how many people own a computer? They may not be able to play it at full full uh, graphics, but a lot of gamers who have consoles have a computer that's at least somewhat compatible to play these high-end games at at least a low resolution. So I think it only it only hurts Sony. I mean, if Sony's worried about losing money because you know people can't people are taking their stuff and playing it on another system. Make it so that you know that you make money off of like um, some type of like you know outfits and stuff like that that they can only buy on your store, but at least they can play it on other systems. So you know they get money off of those sales, even if the player is playing against other people or bringing their account over to Nintendo. So that way, if someone's like, "Oh, I really want this cool outfit, but it's only available on PlayStation," okay, go and download it. Hopefully, they all get on board. Uh, Crossplay has been something I've been wanting forever, only because sometimes I'd have a game and no one would be playing it. But you know, on the PS4 or PS3 or any other system, it was always, oh nope, well no one's on there. I think it'd be cool if crossplay would be most awesome when console generations are switching over. So if someone buys it on the three, like so with the 360 and the Xbox One, if someone bought it on the 360 and they want to play online, they can still play with the people on the Xbox One, especially if it's just the same game with better graphics. This way, someone's not left behind in last generation. But then you could say, hey, it stops the incentive for people to switch up to the next console. The developers are getting the games either way. They don't care if you're buying it on Xbox One or Xbox 360. They just want their $60. So yeah, let's hope that that keeps going. Um... Let's see. 
That's all I prepared to talk about. So, um... Okay, so I, now that I can answer my question earlier, so... The... The adapter is $20, and the controller is $30 for the GameCube controller for the Super Smash Bros. Um, apparently, you can pre-order them now on uh, Amazon, Walmart, and Best Buy. But uh, I still want to wait for the bundle. Because let's see, what's that? Fifty dollars, hundred and ten dollars. So like, if they release the limited edition bundle for like a hundred dollars, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean they're losing a little bit of money, but I guess they'll probably throw in other stuff in it and say, hey, one hundred thirty dollars, you get the limited edition. I wouldn't want to spend one hundred thirty dollars, but the box is cool. <laughs> I know boxes. Sometimes the box is art, you know, it's not just a box. Um, the design on it is wicked cool. Um, you know, people buy all sorts of things, and the box is important. It's not like, whoops, it's not like an action figure, you know, staying in the plastic. It's, you know, a box that, you know, I can stuff everything back into when I want to get, want to put them away for storage, but also I can keep it on a shelf and display it. So, uh, yeah, I hope, uh, I hope that, uh, they release it at a decent price and they don't go overboard with adding a few more junk things that I don't want. Cause I only really want the controller, the adapter, the game and the box. Now, if they also came with like an amiibo for each one of the characters, that'd be cool too. But then I would say, yes, $150, all three amiibos for the new characters you know, the box, everything inside, that's the ultimate edition. That's what they should release, an ultimate edition for the Smash Brothers Ultimate. Alright, so, um, I think, uh, we're gonna end the podcast here. Uh, it's a little shorter than normal. Um, only because there wasn't much that I, uh, I found over this week that really stuck out to me to talk about. Um, I will say that, uh, that is fun sitting here and discussing things versus just reading them online and not having anyone to discuss them with. Uh, so if you like this podcast and you want to keep listening, make sure you subscribe, like, um, become a viewer. If you want to watch the video on YouTube, uh, I like listening to podcasts on YouTube because I don't know, even though the person's just sitting there talking, I still like to be able to see them talking. It feels more like a connection. But, you know, when I'm in my car, it's nice to be able to just listen to it. So that's why I'm doing both these at the same time. Because uh, normally I probably would have just done this as a, uh, a video f- thing. But I figured, you know, podcasts are nice too. Uh, so, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, I'll be posting these later today as of Wednesday. So, uh, yeah. Catch me next time. Have a good night, guys.